Now, night is starting to fall in the US and uh, they are anticipating another night of unrest. Let's just hope it is not as bad as it was last night in Minneapolis. The police are throwing their grenades back into the crowd. Well, this is inevitable. The protesters are refusing to move back. And now the tear gas is coming in. They are refusing to move and the police are telling us to get out of here. The clouds of tear gas made it impossible to breathe. You know you're wrong! (laughs) This is not okay. This is what they are shooting our children with, our brothers and sisters. That's nine news. And in the middle of all that was Linda Tirado. Uh, she's photographing the protesters in Minneapolis when she was shot in the face with what's believed to be a rubber bullet fired by police. And she joins us. G'day, Linda. Hi. How are you guys going? Linda, tell us exactly what happened. So I'm a photojournalist and I was out taking photos on Friday night just before, or uh, yeah, just before curfew. And we got reports that police had uh, started gassing protesters without a dispersal warning um, or without any notification and before the curfew. Um, So I ran towards the police station to take photos um, maybe 10, 15 minutes later. I got hit in the face. Um, my goggles were destroyed. I was wearing, you know, protective eyewear. And at that point, uh, protesters actually came and grabbed me and put me in their own medic. They have their own medic stations and their own van system, their own ambulance system. Um, so I, I was put in a medic van and taken to the, uh, the hospital. And I was in surgery within an hour. So so you are you are running towards where the protesters are and the police are in front of you and then they start firing on you. That's my understanding. Yeah, I remember I was standing still. I was lining up a shot, right? And and I was about to take this picture and I was just raising my camera um, when I got hit. So I was facing the police line. The protesters were to my back. Was this like more as part of a spray? We've heard of you know tear gas canisters being fired over the shot or like a, a stray shot? You know, that's hard to say because when you're dealing with tear gas, they'll generally pop at least two or three canisters in kind of a, a row because generally when you're dealing with tear gas for crowd control, you know, you need that much uh, spread of the irritant. When it comes to what they call these less than lethal rounds, these kind of projectiles that I got hit with, you know, it's anybody's guess whether they, you know, pump 10 into the crowd or whether they just hit me specifically. Um, I also was hit with what's called a marking round, which is kind of a really day glow translucent paint that they use. They'll peg a protester with the marking round, and then that makes them easier to trap to arrest or hit with other rounds. <gasps> so I did get hit with a marking round, which I did not know until I got to the hospital and took off my backpack, and the, the paint was all over it, and it's all over my leg. Linda Payne, did you feel the pain? Oh, man, yeah. Don't let them shoot you in the face, buddy. It doesn't tickle. Yeah. It doesn't tickle. Yeah. No. <laughs> but it hurt immensely. But honestly, the laceration in my eyebrow hurts more than my actual eye um, because you don't really have nerves in the front of your eyeball. Like most of the nerves are in the back. You know, like childbirth was worse than losing an eyeball or getting an eyeball split in two. And I I was talking to the doctors. They're like, yeah, we hear that a lot. (laughs) Um, The eye itself was was split into nearly two pieces and detached from the muscles. So um, I'm going to start a podcast called Adventures in Blindness, and it's just going to be a list of everything I bumped into this morning. (laughs) Um, Because without without the death perception. But it was good. My very first night out of the hospital, I came home and I tried to pour a glass of whiskey thinking I'd earned myself a damn drink for once. 
Um, and the depth perception being off, um, I spilt the whiskey on the counter instead of getting the glass. And this guy on Twitter, uh, this good old Southern boy, I did a whole video where he said, now I heard you got a boo-boo. Ain't nobody cares about that. But I heard you can't pour no whiskey no more. Now let me show you how. Linda, just, I mean, you know, yeah. are you angry? How do you feel about all this? I'm, I'm certainly not pleased. But, you know, realistically speaking, I'm glad it was me instead of like some journalist on their first ever assignment. Um, I was, I think, the first to lose an eye, but I am now one of four people that have lost an eye. We have started a club on wow. um, the various so projectiles nice. in various cities. The other thing that we're seeing is that you know the police are, are absolutely targeting journalists. Will you step away from photojournalism on this basis? Oh hell no. And I'm on Australian radio, so I can say that. <laughs> yes, you can. Actually, the best part of being on Australian radio, i got to tell you. No, absolutely not. They left me with my good eye, uh, so I'm going to be back out there. Unfortunately, it's a really sad time to be an American. It's, it's an incredibly frightening time to be an American. The country is not well. And unfortunately, I will be out of commission for somewhere between six weeks to six months. They're not sure. It depends on how the surgeries go. But I, I was back to work five hours later. I worked minimum wage for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. This is not the worst thing that I've ever had happen at work. Um, it's the most permanent thing, but not the worst. We want to chat to you in six months because your attitude is amazing and clearly you're very necessary to be telling this story to the rest of the world. So thank you so much for talking to us. It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3.